today is the most shocking piece of Gomorrah I think I've ever learned. And there's some, and there's some shocking Gomorrah. Today, I think, is, is the most shocking piece of Gomorrah. If one learns this piece of Gomorrah, and you aren't shocked out of your mind. I mean, I, like, I jumped out of my chair when I first learned it. I, I, I stood up, I paced the room. It, it was so shocking. Just think to yourself, we're learning Masechta Yume. Masechta Yume talks about the intersection of the most holy time, place, person, and avoider in the, in the world. They all come together. And, and the whole Masechta is about this moment of unbelievable Kedusha. And we go through and we start with the Kohen Godel and preparing the Kohen Godel and the Avoida and the Korbanis and what he thinks and what to think. And then we go into Tshuva and how we need to prepare for Yom Kippur. It's all about this amazing day. So now we come to the final paragraph, the, the crescendo, the end, the finale of this unbelievable Masechta. And I'm waiting to see what's it going to be about. The whole Masechta has been so amazing. Every daf, every omud, every sugya, one has been more amazing than the next. What's it going to end on? What's the high that's going to end on? What does it end on? What happens if a man ejaculates on Yom Kippur? Tumas Keri. Really? That's where you end this Masechta? What is this? What are you trying to teach us? And don't think that's where the shock ends. You wanted to be even more shocked. And where does the Masechta start? Mafrishin Kohen Godel for seven days. Why? Maybe he slept with his wife just before Yom Kippur. She turned out to be a nido. He's going to have to wait. Really, you start Masechta Yuma with the intimate relationships of the Kohen Godel and his wife? That's how you start the Masechta? And, and then what do you do? You, you prepare a second Kohen Godel. Why? Maybe he'll have too much carry. So we start the Masechta with, with ejaculation and we end the Masechta with ejaculation. Come on, this is humor. What's going on here? How, can one, how, what, what, how do you do this? How do you understand this? How does one just end this Masechta and Hadron Allah and then we go Hadron Allah Masechta and we start Sukkah. Really? Can you, can you end it? Can you go into sukkah without clarifying why the Gemara would do this? So let's look at the sukkah uh, quickly. I've got, again, I've got a lot of Makuria so that you've got them available. I would encourage you to learn them. Um, we'll go through them quickly and then I'll resolve for you why this is so important that Masechta Yuma is sandwiched between Keri and Keri. Why? So on the question of a person that sees, has Kerry, has one of these events on Yom Kippur, uh, we've got, they said, a tanner in front of Rav Nachman says, it's a good sign, it means you've been forgiven. I, it says, uh, the Gemara asks, and then the Gemara brings Tanda Be'er Rabbi Shmuel, who says, no, you should worry the whole year. If a person had Kerry on Yom Kippur, you should worry the whole year. But if he gets through the year and he's still alive for next Yom Kippur, then he knows all is good. Um, because now retrospectively what it means he didn't have sexual tension on Yom Kippur and that was a gift says, says the Gemara everybody else is suffering uh, but he didn't have to suffer not because he did anything willingly this is as Rashi says it, of course both the beginning of the Masechta and the rest of the Masechta is talking below Miskavin unintentionally 
but but uh, he didn't have to. He didn't have that stress. He didn't have that tension. So that was a bracha for him. And the Rashi brings and Tosus bring the uh, posuk that Yeroi zero yarich yomi. If one sees seed, it's a sign of long life, and that's where we learn it from. The Shuchanoruch paskins like Tana de Berebi Shmuel that you should worry the whole year. However, if you get through the year, you know that you're a Ben Olam Haba, you know that you're a Tzaddik. Uh, says the Morgan Avrom, why? How do you know that you're a Tzaddik? Hashem says, you're such a Tzaddik, you don't have to have the suffering. So we can't change the halacha, that doesn't mean you're allowed to be with your wife, but uh, you, you're saved from the, the sexual tension. And even that's really into really, there's such sexual tension that for one day, a, a man can't keep his mind on him. Keep, well, what's going on here? The Prichodosh asks him an amazing question. He says, how can this be that we give him a gift of Tumor? How can that be that this is a gift from Hashem and you're, and you're a tzaddik and the way you're communicated with is by, by something which causes Tumor? And he goes and he answers it differently. The Chai Odom in, in Nishmas Odom, which, which is a, the Chai Odom is an incredibly important safer. The Chai Odom was a businessman who became the Rav of Vilna and didn't take a salary. Uh, he earned his living from, from, from business. And he writes in the Hagdom of the Chochmas Odom, I've copied it out for you because it's so important, where he defends himself and he says, people are going to say, what's this, a businessman becomes the Rov of Vilna? This isn't the time of the Vilna gone. He's the Rov of Vilna and he's a businessman. And he says, people are going to say, when did this man learn Torah? He's been busy in business all his life. Where did he learn Torah? And he explains it and he defends himself and he says, and later on he lost his money and he had to take it take money for the position, and he talks about why he believes that was okay, but that wasn't his first choice, and his father never took money for it, and he preferred it that way, but what could he do? He had to take, he had to take money. So here's the, the Chai Odom, Rebavram Danzig, and he wrote Chai Odom and Chochmas Odom, which was the Halacha Sefer until the Mishnabrura came along, and the Chazunish elevated the Mishnabrura. The two Halachas for him were Chai Odom, if you want to know the bottom line, and Oruch HaShulchan, if you want to know the reasons. That's how any Rov passed in the Halacha. I grew up on Chai Odom, not Mr. Brewer, because my father, when my father was in Tells, the Mr. Brewer wasn't yet popular. So the, 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 what he knew was the Chai Odom, and he used to teach Chai Odom, and that was the, that was the norm. It was later that the, the, that the Mr. Brewer became, became so accepted. And the Chai Odom, and then he wrote Nishmas Odom as a parish on his own sefer, and he says there are three reasons why a person can have an event of Kerry. One is physiological reasons. It can be from what you ate and it can be from your thoughts. A person has thoughts about things and that can cause carry. A person ate certain things, he can have carry. But there are another two reasons. The one can be, A person's a rosha, so he attracts tumor. Um, or, listen to this, Or he's learning Kabbalah and he's not ready for it. He's not fit for it. Don't worry, the people who learn Kabbalah today, the kind of Kabbalah, the populist Kabbalah, has nothing to do with Kabbalah. It's not Kabbalah, it's nonsense. Um, but people who really learn Kabbalah and they're not fit for learning Kabbalah, they attract tumor. It's worse than if they wouldn't at all. They actually attract tumor. So that's the one possibility. Or one can be a tzaddik and the mazikin, the negative forces, try to pull him down. And one of the ways they pull him down is with tumor. So how do you know which one one is? A person says, we're talking about somebody who didn't cause it because of the first reason. It wasn't where his mind was. This is talking about Loimis Kaven. He did nothing that could have caused that tumor. So then the tumor could be for one of the two other reasons. How do you know which one it is? It's either the, uh, you, you wait for the year, and if everything's okay at the end of the year, you know which one it was. 
the Mishnah Brura writes, because the, the Sifrei Musa and Sifrei Kabbalah talk about, it's brought in Shulchan Aruch, in the Noise Kedim of, of Shulchan Aruch, what you need to do if this happens to a person on Yom Kippur, certain Tehillim you need to say, and certain Psukim you need to say, and certain Sugulas you need to say. The Mishnah Brura says, Ita bisforim di ikar tikun lemisha nikshal chas v'sholom bezeh. The tikun for somebody who has this experience, whether on Yom Kippur or any other time, shigit chazek mikanu la'aba bimei chayav belimud ha-Torah. More learning Torah. And, and the creative interaction with Torah satisfies the creative force and reduces that sexual tension that causes keri. Uzkuta Torah tagein alav. And it's interesting that the Orchus Chaim, Orchus Chaim was written by a grandson of the, of the Vilna Gaon. It was also a Talmud of Reb Chaim Velozhna. And he records in Orchus Chaim, or he records a lot of what he talked to Reb Chaim Velozhna about and what he saw Reb Chaim Velozhna about. And he says, Tshuva lahanichshal ba'avon keri. If a person has a, a, a situation of, of keri and bepesha rachman al-tzon, even if he does it deliberately, what should you do? Kesheoisek batero en sorech lidoy klau. If you're learning Torah, you don't need to worry. This has caused many yeshiva bocha to have sleepless nights and to see psychologists and to be worried because the Sifrei Musa go on and on and on about how terrible it is. Says Reb Chaim Velozhne, if you're learning Torah, nothing to worry about. And Reb Chaim Velozhne asked the Vilna Gon and the Vilna Gon showed him how the Zohar and the Sifrei Musa talk terribly about how serious this is. And the Vilna Gon himself says that um, even if one is chayev miso chas v'sholom for something, Torah deals with it. Learning Torah in a way of great engagement, if one is fully engaged in Torah, that removes any of these, of these terrible gezeres. This is the, these are the most important words. And it's almost an attack on the Sifrei Musa for not bringing that. To go on and on about how serious it is and all the things you have to do. And not talk about the basics, which is Torah. If you're learning Torah, you don't have to worry. Forget about it. Just take your mind off it. Because by worrying about it and worrying about it and worrying about it, they make it worse and worse and worse. Says the Gemara, learn Torah, just get involved in something exciting, something stimulating. And then one isn't, uh, one isn't affected by that. And then, well, that's important. But boys, you're learning in yeshiva. And they're separated from the normal things that the young boys of their age are doing. The, the Gemara needs to be exciting. What they're learning has to be exciting. Otherwise, their minds go elsewhere and their interests go elsewhere. And it's, it doesn't help just separating them from the girls. That's a, one piece of it. But what do you give them instead? They can't go to in, look in the internet. They can't be with girls. And they can't go to the movies. And they can't go to sports. So what do they do? They must learn Torah. But learning Torah is boring. So what then? The learning Torah can't be boring. It's got to be something which fulfills them and satisfies them. So what do you see from here? And here we get to the answer of why, why Masech de Yuma starts with Kerry and ends with Kerry. Tumor is natural. That's what's important. You see from the approach of the Mishtabrura and the Vilna Gaon. Tumor is natural. What causes, what's Ava Tumor? Death. Death is natural. Tsaras, natural. Nido, natural. Keri, natural. Tumor is natural. Kedusho is supernatural. But Tumor is natural. Tumor is not bad, it just blocks your capacity to accomplish a whole lot of things. 
not a terrible thing. Oh, yeah, tumor happened. So, so the, the Gemara starts with this. Yes, we're talking about the holiest moment of the year and the holiest place of the year with the holiest man of the year. But we're talking about human beings. And human beings are natural. So they're going to be natural events. So what happens? The Queen Godel has Kerry. What do we do? It's not, a, it's not a morning day. Oh, my goodness, do you see headlines in CNN? The Queen Godel had Kerry. Oh, yo, yo. No. The, the vice Queen Godel steps in and things go on as normal. It's normal. It happens. And we end. What happens? A person sees Kerry and Kippur. Terrible. No, says the Vilna Go and the Mishaburu and the way, the way it's worked out in the Gemara itself. These things are natural. They happen. And it could be a Simen Broche. You don't have to take everything as so negative. Tumor is not negative. Tumor is a barrier. It's a blockage. It gets in the way, but it's not evil. Uh, Rishus is evil. Is evil. There are things which are, which are isur and things like that. When one does something wrong, that's that's bad. That's negative. But tumor is not positive or negative. It's natural. It just blocks the ability to access kedusha. So we have mechanisms to be matir when tumor happens. Look how much of the Torah is about what to do when tumor happens. When tumor happens, there are ways to there are ways to there are ways to rectify it because it's natural, and so the Torah starts and says we're dealing with the Masech the Yuma starts and says we're dealing with normal men, and we don't say to the Kohen Godel, don't sleep with you, don't be married like the Catholics say, no, be married, you're a human being, and we don't say for weeks before Yom Kippur go into the mountains, go away from your wife, no, be with your wife. Aye, there could be a problem of tumor. So seven days before, or seven, that's all you need to do. We'll separate you for seven days before, and that will deal with any chashash of tumor. But live normally until that seven days. And what happens? Maybe in the seven days there's carry. You're right. That could be. So we have a deputy Kohen God already. You don't have to worry. We've sorted out. Comes an ordinary person at the end of the Masechta. We get to, we're now we're off the Kohen God. The last part of the Masechta deals with you and I. So what happens if Kerry happens to one of us? It's okay, you deal with it. It might be a great, it might be a, 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 a wonderful message from the Rebbe Yenishalom based on the Remes and the Posuk of Yire Zero Yairit Yomim. Don't stress about it. Just carry on and learn Torah and become involved and be creative and be excited in what you're doing. Don't put your whole mind on the negativity. It's not negative, it's normal. It's, a, it's just one of these things that are normal. And isn't that an amazing thing? Isn't it worth learning through the whole of Masechta Yuma to learn that one idea? That we're dealing with normal human beings and the Torah wants us, even in the midst of all of this Kedusha, to be living normal lives. And, and the sexuality and intimacy of human beings is part of their normality. It's part of their passion. It's part of who they are. It's part of their interaction. It's part of how they operate. And it's not meant to be quelled. And it's, not, it's meant to be directed and channeled, but not subjugated and quelled and resisted. And there are other ways to deal with it. And the Masechta Yuma sandwiched, unbelievable, all the Kedusha of Masechta Yuma, sandwiched between the potential tumor of a Kohen Godel, the potential tumor of an ordinary person, and that does not get in the way of all that Kedusha between these two bookends.